Hello there, it's Jamila Jamel. Take a deep breath. Let your breath out slowly to the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you feel better? Well, on my podcast, I Weigh, this month we'll be exploring ways to tackle mental health and feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and many more. Listen to I Weigh wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Help Me Be Me. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Bates. I'm a writer, director, mom, and a breakup coach with an MAMFT. And this podcast is kind of like a personal relationship in that I talk to you like you're my friend. I provide tools to help you feel more grounded, empowered, inspired, and most of all, help you see yourself. This is aimed at creating more harmony and happiness in the relationship you have with you so you can better guide your life and also be better to those you love. Take what helps and leave the rest. This is not a diagnosis for treatment. If you're really struggling, call your local emergency services. Hi friends, this episode is called The Long Game or For a Healthy and Boundaried Life. And it's, it's an episode about when circumstances are complicated. So it's for issues related to couples who are perhaps bound together by some means. Maybe that's a business, meaning like the business of a household. Maybe that's children. Maybe that's a living circumstance, like one person doesn't have the budget. Both people don't have the budget to live individually. Or perhaps you're just in a long-term relationship that is no longer healthy or loving and you are choosing to remain in it for a particular reason. So in... In this situation, it's really about have, having the ability to step back from an immediate conflict and squint at the situation from afar so you can make decisions based on a higher goal. And I've gotten this request quite a bit. I've gotten requests of different versions of this, but I just wanted to just first acknowledge that, yeah, I mean, it's it's very difficult and it's very painful a lot of the time to be in a situation like this because it's not what you would choose it to be. And if you are suffering right now, I just want to remind you that you are not, you're not seeing uh, half of the equation from the position you're in right now. And know that there are other factors that you couldn't possibly read into because they're just outside of your sphere of experience. So know that like, while a lot of the the factors are legit shitty, there are all, also other elements that are contributing to this that factor into the equation. And by that, I mean there's projection, there's like the catalyst of many just different reactionary triggers that occur when you're in any kind of relationship. Shame is a big factor. Um, but know that like life is complicated relationships are very complicated and it's long and it has many seasons and all of those seasons have kind of their own purpose and they serve a different part of the the entire equation and anything that was a marriage or is kind of still a marriage or is no longer a marriage but is now a new relationship with new terms yeah it's really fucking hard but know that it can change and will continue to change because of just the nature of people and how they change in their various life stages. I'm saying that just to remind you to like, uh, 
not attached to where you are right now and know that things are fluid. And I just want to remind you, like there are issues you are dealing with as an individual. And now you think about all of the issues that another individual is dealing with. And now you think about how those two sets of factors counteract and interact and catalyze new factors, like all of those things on top of one another. It's a lot. It's like a big stew pot full of interactions. So I know that I'm kind of speaking to a broad set of situations, but I think, you know, in general, a lot of these tools will apply because they're really related to you working on your own feelings solo and like how you can help yourself in this situation. Um, a lot of the letters I get are for people who are sharing kids and they with their ex and they don't know how to navigate that situation because of the contentiousness of the relationship with the ex. And I know that that is, it's really hard. So if you are in that situation, this is for you. Or if you are a caregiver type and you are negotiating your needs and your boundaries within a relationship, this is also for you. Um, or if you are in kind of a, a forever relationship with someone for monetary reasons and you are kind of trying to help yourself in the face of conflicts that may come up, pains that may come up, I would say this is for any of those situations and it's for getting to the truth of the experience. And by that, I mean kind of like taking apart the layers and seeing what is in your control and what needs boundary work, perhaps, and also what is perhaps a resistance in ourselves to mourning or just, you know, inviting you to see what needs processing that you need to allow to move through your body. Because I think a lot of our pain comes from when we just are fighting with what is and we don't want a thing to be the way that it is. So if you are listening to this, I just first want to validate your experience. And I'm guessing that this is all very painful and triggering and not easy. And maybe it's really bad and you are struggling and suffering. And if that sounds true, I just want to call out that half of that badness is just the literal living of a situation. And it's not about you and you're not doing anything wrong. It's just the literal result of a really fucking hard, complicated cocktail of elements that occur naturally when you are in a set of circumstances. So it is a, it's hard across the board for all people, even the most resourced and capable and benevolent whole complete people in the world like all of these situations will be difficult because the actual facts of the situation are difficult so don't beat yourself up or feel like it's because you're not trying hard enough or you're not like a good enough person it's like no it is just really fucking hard so I, what I want to invite for this episode for you is to have the goal of a change in perspective on anything that's feeling like you're staring at a dot on a wall. Like when you cannot see any more, you have no more access to any more tools. Like that place is the hardest because it's like, I have no power. I have no resources. So if that is the thing you get out of this, if it opens up a new option for you, you get a new change in perspective that gives you more air, that would be for me what I would love for you to have. And I think when we can get to that place, we can really start to take some action and we can act from a place of comfort and honesty because we're like, 
oh, I now know. I now know what I need to do. Um, so I want that for you. And also just want to remind you not to sweat the small stuff. Like I think we all have the same goal. Even people who are annoying and shitty <laughs> have the same goal, which is we want to be happy ourselves. And we also want to make other people happy. Even if our actions are demonstrating the opposite, it's like we want good things. We all want good things. Unless we are trapped in a, a state of complete and utter self-hatred, then I would say that's kind of a self-perpetuating loop of I hate myself and I want other people to hate me too. Separate situation. But in general, I think most people want to be happy. And they, I just say that with the, the offering of like, sometimes things feel really uh, at us or like uh, somebody is wishing ill will. I think a lot of the time it's a, there's a longer story behind it though. And sometimes there are growing pains that come about because there is a need for change that is being pushed through. It's being activated through the various circumstances of a situation. And that action is not fun in the moment. It's not enjoyable in the moment and it doesn't feel good while it's happening, but it's like it's, there's a positive outcome that's on the other side of it. So this is about separating what you can control and what is inside of you from what is outside of you and perhaps needs to just be simply accepted or at the very least objectively managed so you can tolerate it. A lot of what is optional is the emotional resistance to what is and what is. What one example of that is just how you feel, like what you believe around what is right and wrong and what you can and cannot control. So I want to start off by saying this is a situation that affects a long time in your life. So I want to frame this as all about the long game. And outside of issues of safety and domestic violence, this is really about creating a logic for navigating a set of issues that will fluctuate and change throughout the course of your life. And because of that, I think it's helpful to think about it like you are composing your planned approach to the entirety of that time in the present moment right now with just how you think about your energy and your where stress is being held and what you want to focus on and what you want to have make the majority of your day in just how you walk through this moment right now. And however that approach is set up is how you approach the rest of your life. So before I go into this episode, I wanted to offer a, a little emotional exercise that I think benefits the world. I want you to think of a circumstance when kindness changed your life. Like when one person's kindness changed your entire life. And by that, I mean like your, your entire outlook on the world, like in a single moment. Maybe you were in a bad place or you felt really alone or maybe you were lonely or you had something painful occur and you're just in that like kind of bereft, depleted state. And then you went into fill in the blank environment and one person changed with one gesture, one sentence, your entire outlook on the world with their kindness. And I know you've had an experience like that. I know I've had a lot of experiences like that where I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I didn't realize how much I needed that until that thing happened. I want you to extend that to someone today. Have that intention to be very kind 
and loving to someone today. Do something, anything random that is kind. Take yourself out of your comfort zone and be present, wholeheartedly present for someone else, a stranger or a friend. And I wanted to offer that to you because life is really difficult. And also right now, it's very difficult because we had a pandemic that created a lot of unexpected social effects and professional effects and shockwaves in very unexpected areas of life. And I don't think a lot of people appreciate that or think about it or understand that all of those are, are very real echoes in how we navigate the world. And I think there's this assumption that we should just get on with it and not think about it and pretend everything's okay and pretend we're all okay, but we don't have to just swallow it and cope without feeling what we feel. So I just wanted to acknowledge that we are human. We need other humans to be around um, and to feel their energy and to feel their love and support. And we also need it from strangers who have nothing to gain from us. We need to remind one another that that is who we all are at our core. We thrive off of energy. We thrive around other people. And kind, loving, selfless people exist all around you. And they are real. So don't feel bad. And don't feel like it's true if you feel trapped or you don't feel optimistic. Like that's not true. That's not the way it is. So I'm not trying to dwell on things that are bummers. I just wanted to... um, to remind you like you you might be moving through a hard stage but yes you can and will move through the hard stage and all is not shot to shit we can have things be uncomfortable we can have people be mad at us we can breathe through the discomfort of situations that make us feel icky and we can grow into people with muscles who do not take the feelings or actions of others personally We can also set boundaries that allow for new outcomes by declaring what is okay with us and what is not permissible. And via that process, friction occurs that creates healthier ways of existing together. And know that even if you don't want to acknowledge a situation, it exists in your energy and it is communicated as such via your energy. And it is something that is moving through the room, whether you give it a voice or not. So Based on that, I wanted to give you some tools for all of these kind of complicated, difficult situations. But before I go into the tools, a brief word from our sponsors. All right, the first tool is called Neo Compassion is for Cuts. And that is a play on Neosporin. I know it's brilliant. The other name for this tool is called Intentions Matter. The reason I'm using Neosporin as a, a metaphor is it is something that goes on a cut. It's not for skin that doesn't have a wound. I'm reminding you that guilt is not necessary if your intentions and the information you deliver is not mean. It just is. And yes, it may have wounded a person because the other person has issues with themselves or the situation makes everybody get wounded via just the facts of it. But if you feel guilty, remorseful, like a bad person, like that is not, that is misplaced if the information that you delivered was neutral because it is just the facts of a situation. Was the thing you said unnecessarily cruel and hurtful? If not, then that does not belong here. This feeling is misplaced. 
Oftentimes in situations like this, information and conversations are not fun. And it is just a truth that we have to accept and embrace. It is. A lot of healthy cleanup conversations are about things that need altering. There are boundaries that you have to keep healthy and it will push things into new areas. And there are business matters and facts that need to be just delivered. They don't have spite attached. They just are. So if you are a pleaser or you are uncomfortable with conflict, I know that can be especially difficult and painful because you feel guilty. Like you don't want to hurt people. You don't want to make people unhappy. But just remind yourself to step back and check. Was this information hurtful or was it necessary and just it is what it is? Do not apologize for having to conduct the business of reality. And this tool is kind of related. This is this one is called, this next tool is, it is things are. I just want to ima- you know, imagine that your chest is more open, your back is more straight, and say these with kind of a deeper belly breath. This is kind of a meditation for embracing the truth and accepting and welcoming that it is something we cannot and should not change. I just want to remind you by just saying this to yourself when you are trying to resist, or maybe you're in that replay situation where you're like, your mind is just constantly going over and over again. Maybe you're feeling guilty. Maybe you're feeling frustrated. You're trying to fix something that is not fixable. It is. Things are. And just welcome that. Just smile and know that it's okay. That is all you can do sometimes is just really embrace the boundaried and healthy life of confronting what needs to be confronted. It just is. Things just are. All right, next tool. Every day will be different. Every week will be different. Every month will be different. Every year will be different. This is kind of like a mantra slash gentle reminder. I want you to remember that is true and allow for that to be true. I think our minds are the biggest creator of reality and what you expect is what you create. So we have to step back and remind ourselves that today is today and tomorrow can, can and will be new. It will be different and we cannot expect it to be a certain thing. And whatever is happening right now in the, your month, next month will be different. And six months from now will be different. And a year from now will be different. All factors change and they catalyze all sorts of new ingredients to enter the mix. All right, the next tool, these are a set of journal prompts. And the way I kind of framed this episode is really about this idea of the long game. So the journal prompt you can title, according to the long game, what does this issue require of me? The first prompt, where am I when I'm triggered? I just want you to observe what is the feeling and what is the suffering of reality? Like what is the actual feeling and what are, what are the ingredients embedded in it? And then separate from that, What is the actual literal facts that are causing suffering in reality that are just very sad facts? All right, the next prompt. When I'm safe, what truths can I own about myself? So this is really about like thinking when I'm distant from the triggers, when I'm distant from the immediate conflict, what can I own about what I'm contributing to this situation? What can I acknowledge was unnecessary, was 
not what I would have wanted it to be, where I'm creating unnecessary conflict. And then this third prompt, what is the long truth? Meaning, what is the truth of the situation that I know when I'm old and gray? So if I can get out of the immediate pain of the situation, what do I understand is good and positive and necessary about where we are right now, what things are happening right now? And what will I, it's a kind of like being able to look back from your present day as if you're at the end of your life, like, oh, I know at this stage, this is really what had to happen because it had to happen. Or I know this was for a greater good. Next prompt, what are unacceptable behaviors? And this is just to be aware of like the things that we know universally as a human race are not okay. And this is just to keep us grounded in, no, it's not me. It's not my opinion. Like this is actually true. This is just the facts. Last in this set of prompts, I wanted to invite you to take an inventory. How do you deliver information and what is your relationship affect? I think when we are in a state of pulling, like we don't have often the grace to say with our energetic intention, I respect you and, or I love you and, or fill in the blank word. And I'm not saying like you would literally say these things. It's more of an intention in, in your meaning, in the way that things are delivered. But that simple shift or that intention, that energetic intention is like giving grease to gears. It allows things to move and to flow and to be heard and to be received and to change and create space. So this is just a prompt to remind you to take a little bit of an inventory about where maybe you're falling short or maybe you want to just take a mirror to yourself. What is my outward affect to other people that I'm not fully aware of? Can I see how I am received outside of my own feelings? And maybe that's not possible. It's just an invitation. And I think when we can be intentional and open with ourselves, this is how we know we are on the level with ourselves. This is how we can feel like I'm good with me. I'm confident about who I am. It only increases self-love and confidence. Okay. Next tool is a mental prompt and it could be a journal exercise. I think of it just as something you can visualize right now. What unlocks a different world? So by that, I mean, think to yourself, what conversation, what friend, what type of outing, what moment, what confrontation, what, what in your experience of your own life allows you to return to the same existence with a new sense of the world, with new access to tools, awareness, openness, resources, energy, optimism. For me, it's like often a dinner with a friend that I haven't seen in a long time or a, a hike with a really good friend or uh, an adventure to a place I've never been or finally saying all the things I haven't said and saying them completely freely. So these are all different types of experiences, but I just, 
I want you to consider uh, a new world reset, perhaps. All right, the next tool is called the drug loop. So if you are in a situation where you're arguing based on the terms of what I would call the sick den or the meth house is my other metaphor I use often, this is like the cycle uh, or the loop you might have with a particular person where you, you stay in the logic of the fight loop. And you're basically like in a meth den arguing about shiny things with a meth addict on meth. And in that situation, no new information will be gathered. It's because all you're drawing from are the terms of the drug you're on and the loop you're in. And so you have to, in that moment, if things are feeling limited and black and white and like there are no other options and there's only this option or this option, you have, you cannot see what's possible from here. You cannot see what there is outside of you. There are more options. There are more tools. The first thing you got to do, if you feel like you're having the same fight and you feel like you have no power, that is a sign you have to step out of it and break open break open the roof. You have to expand. You have to try something new and get vulnerable. Get to a new place in this situation. Allow more in. Allow more people to know. Allow more people to give you advice. Expand your energetic resources. And by this, I mean we are looking for a way to crack open the problem. I think really powerful ways to do to do that are to go to group settings. Like if you can't find group therapy, Al-Anon is really powerful for this or another 12-step program if that's more appropriate for you. I'm talking energetic catharsis where you welcome acceptance of something new to enter the equation. And when this happens, it's almost like someone just opened a door in like a steam room. You feel it rush in and you're like, oh, oh, I can do that. I need to do that. It just hits you. It just arrives. And it's a relief. It's not a bad thing. It's a relief. And I'll tell you that when you go deliver that info to the other part of this equation, they feel it too. It's like an oh shit kind of like, oh, this is different. It's not the same loop. We're not on the same terms. This is different now. It's very powerful. All right. Next tool. <clears throat> Pardonnez-moi. Is it true? Shout out to Byron Katie on this title. Um, so if you've had a conflict and you are in that low tide moment of just realization, perhaps licking the wounds, digestion, like meaning things were said, you drew a boundary and now you are feeling the absence of what was the same for a long time. And now it has the opportunity to be different, but there's almost like a rawness to that moment. It feels like, you know, you just got tossed by waves and now you're just lying there like, ow. The morning, you've spent the entire night in a club and then the morning sets in kind of feeling. It's not like a, a good feeling, but it's good in that it's like I'm in reality now feeling, if that makes sense. So anyway, back to the tool. The tool is called, is it true? Meaning, was the experience that you had was all of what was said, was the boundary setting and the meaning conveyed in that conversation, in that come to Jesus, in that reality check, in the whatever it was, is it all true? And if the answer is yes, then 
It existed whether you expressed it or not. To not express it would be to live with growing disorder and intentional blindness, which only perpetuates more of itself. So by that I mean, if you said all the things that you had to say and if things occurred because of the thing, that is true. It's true. And there's nothing you can do to change it. You, By honoring it and saying it, you did the right thing. And so the goal in this moment is to allow it to exist and know that it was born from a place of truth. And that exists outside of our will. It just is. We can't change it. We have to respect it. And I'm not talking about like whether it was delivered correctly or could it have been delivered a different time. All of those are factors and nuances that are specific to every situation. But I'm just saying like sometimes we wish we didn't have a conversation and we wish that things weren't happening and we wish that it didn't have to be this way or we wish that this thing didn't suck. But it's like at the end of the day, is it true? Then it is. Then it is. And this is just a moment that you have to move through. All right, the next tool, sidestep in the rube. I don't know why this sounds like a 80s skate movie title, but I'm referencing a Rube Goldberg machine. So one of those things that catalyzes the next thing that catalyzes the next thing. So this tool is really about asking where can you get the space to be original in this moment? Like we often have these loops that solidify how our nervous system responds to a particular set of interactions, just like a Rube Goldberg machine. And we end up getting automated or played as a result of these outside circumstances and predicted stances of self-protection. It's like already coming out the way it always comes out because of this set of things. So the tool is to ask yourself, how can I get space to not be triggered into this set of responses? How can I feel energetic space? Could it be as simple as an outfit? as a memory of an energetic self who is above this. Maybe it could be uh, a set of experiences that remind you to stay above it. Maybe it could be uh, a set of exercises, mental soothing exercises that allow that extra moment of pause before a response is given. All of these things are just part of the 80s movie that is set in half pipe called sidestep in the rube all right next tool the other half of my tolerance so i just want you to hold your hands up in front of your face like you're making an invisible ruler or perhaps thermometer and just see that scale as maybe it's a yardstick maybe it's a ruler whatever it is this is your tolerance this is your threshold for navigating your life and Now I want you to put another hand above that space. So like double it basically. When it comes to dealing with shit we don't want to deal with, just remind yourself you are capable of double. Like, yeah, we don't want this experience by any means and we don't welcome it. We don't encourage it. But you have so much more capacity in you to survive than you are aware of at any given time we always have more ability and yes you can absolutely survive it 
because we are innately more resourced than we ever recognize, than we have any uh, awareness of. Like, I don't know if you've seen that movie, The Good Lie, which I think is also a book. It's got Miss Reese Witherspoon in it. It's about these refugees. It's a fantastic story, but it it's one of those types of stories that is true. And then you realize like, oh yeah, <laughs> I have nothing to complain about. It's like a, a like amazing beyond, uh, it's inspiring in such a powerful way. I'll just say that. But it reminds you that, yeah, yeah, you can do a lot more. You absolutely can. And we just have to remind ourselves like I've got more in me. And yes, be absolutely very gentle with yourself. Don't break yourself. If you feel unstable, like do things to help yourself get stable. But you are capable of more. And just in the moments you're feeling like really dwelling, it's super easy to get into that state of dwelling. I'm like, but it's so hard for me. And it's like, well, but yeah, but you absolutely can do more and you will and you are okay. You, you are capable. You, you have to look at the other hand and be like, oh, yeah, 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 no, this one's working really well and this one's really strong. The next tool, hear me now. This is a kind of a, a reminder that we all need to be able to express ourselves and communicate first and foremost. And sometimes we have to be, we have to yell to be heard. We need impact. And if sometimes that means, like, especially if you are a pleaser and you're a person who does not feel comfortable expressing your emotions, this is my just little feel better about yourself card to remind you that, like, so be it. Sometimes we have to get to that level of, like, barfing out all the words in, like, not the most elegant way because it's, like, it takes that to get ourselves to be heard. Sometimes... We need to reach the height of severity that an issue deserves in the level of importance it has to us. And that is not necessarily a bad thing. Like that is a version of honoring the meaning of something. Um, I forgot what her name is. The, uh, shoot. I listened to her podcast. I want to say her name is Marsha. Marty. She goes by Marty. Crap, it's going to drive me crazy. Anyway, one thing that she said, she has this quote Anger is the immune system of the soul. I just loved that. I was like, that's such a good way to put it. It's true. It's like that is you keeping yourself healthy. So if you have an explosion of sorts or you have something that like created shockwaves, verbal shockwaves, it is possibly exactly what it needed to be. And I would not feel bad about it. And Obviously, verbal abuse, not okay, not encouraging you to be violent in any way, all of those disclaimers. All right, the next tool, resourcing is grounding. This is a reminder that if we are in a state of groundlessness or suffering, the best way to ground and soothe is to be active. We need to have agency. And this is how we prevent emotional scar tissue from forming. We have to Feel empowered in the moment of suffering. So this means for you, if you feel like I have no power, I have no resources, I have no tools, just be active. Be active in doing research, in reading a book on the subject, in reaching out to those who have been through similar experiences, speaking with professionals on the matter, asking new questions, 
or creating a Google Doc with a list of possible next steps, describing all the possible next steps. These are all things that can help you get closer to an answer, but most importantly, they allow us to get relief from suffering. All right, the next tool, all tools are on the table. So when you are resourcing as a practice, just keep all the tools on the table, even ones that feel too severe, even the ones that feel out of character. We need to explore and discuss all of our options and we need to be open with ourselves about all the things. We need, like, if you ever have that feeling of like, but I can't think about that, but I don't want to think that thing, or I don't want to even entertain, allow yourself to just be in an open dialogue with you, in your own brain, in your own private inner world, discuss all the options. And this is something that allows us to feel like I'm being, I'm being smart about this. I'm being uh, thoughtful and reflective about the situation. And I'm not hiding anything from me. All right, the next tool is called God-given room or my right to breathe if the G word triggers you. I want you to picture the space that your breathing emanates outward, just that little sphere around your body. And just think of this as your your right. This is your God-given right to say what you think and feel and not be guilted for it and not feel it's wrong in any way. You have to allow your, and I, I mean by you and others, but mostly you. It's like, don't feel bad. It is necessary and healthy for you to have this room and practice this voicing as an individual that is a part of like being a, a free human being. Like that is just the nature of being a human being. You are allowed to have that. And you are allowed to think things and say them and express them. That is just a right you have default. There's nothing bad about it. There's nothing offensive about it. That is what you are allowed always. Okay, cool. The next tool is called totem of import. So this is really just, you've probably already done this in your mind and you know it innately, an invitation to journal and create a hierarchy for yourself to know what deserves the utmost protection. Like it's kind of like a logic tree. What is the most important thing? What is the highest priority for you in your life to protect and to honor? And everything else in your life is, it comes from there. It's a reaction to that. Everything, yes, will be a balancing act or a negotiation of those things, but it really comes back to that original goal, that highest goal. For example, let's say you're deciding this based on sustainability or quality of life, or maybe at the top is the emotional health of children. From whatever that top thing is, we can also negotiate what needs to change based on contributing factors like your emotional health. All of your boundaries are built around protecting the highest interest, including if that means keeping certain things in this arrangement imperfect. You know, it's shitty, but it's protecting blank. Like for us to always feel like we're winning at this goal allows us to move through things with greater tolerance. And it also helps you think from a strategic perspective. Like even if you're not there now, maybe you will be eventually. Or maybe you can plan contingencies for XYZ situations so that you have the most flexibility and leverage possible. 
So if you are protecting the top of the tree, you are winning. Even if the moment you are in is causing you to hurt or you're losing something you wanted, everything in life is a negotiation. And every relationship is its own unique dance with a set of pulls and pushes and that as long as we know we're maintaining that outcome, it can all feel okay. And the very last tool, one day you'll just know. This is something I wanted to offer you if you are conflicted and you're in a sticky situation where you don't know if you want to make a certain call just yet, you're very ambivalent, you feel very strongly in a direction, maybe you're discussing a big move, you're setting new boundaries, and it might result in something very big and you're on the fence about bringing something up, you're stepping back from something, you're in that spinning state, I just invite you to step back from the forcing it process and just remind yourself like one day you'll just know and it will become unavoidably apparent. It will just show up as, oh, this is the thing. This is the truth. And you won't question it. And it will land in a different energy. It won't be a maybe. It will be very resolute. It'll just feel like, oh, and this is now the truth. So if you're in the spinning place, breathe into the energy. Kind of relax your belly. And know that, yeah, absolutely you want it to be solved because it fucking sucks. And that's okay. And just allow your body to tolerate this, you know, unknown And that anxiety of that, allow it to pass through your body and know that this energy has its role in your life because it's activating, it's fire to push things to happen, to allow you to protect yourself, to allow you to have motivation, but it's not solved yet. It's not simple enough. And that is the truth of where you are and no one else can make big life-altering emotional decisions for you. No one else's opinion matters. No one else's advice matters because they are not in your shoes and therefore you are the only one who can ever know the answer. Not friends, not parents, just you. And if that answer hasn't arrived yet, that is because it doesn't exist. So just breathe through it and step back. And those are my tools. And before I close, I would love to thank my sponsors and I wanted to let you know I appreciate you so much. If anyone out there has the means, donations very much help the show. If you don't have the means, I totally understand. If you could leave me a review on iTunes or share it with someone who could use it, I would love that as well. So in closing, I wanted to let everyone know that like a lot of times situations are just complicated and There is nothing ideal, no matter what we do. And our job is really just to acknowledge that and weather it and do our best. And yes, there will be things that you want to be different. And there will be things that you wish you could alter that you cannot. But outside of that, I, I, I just want you to feel good about you and your, and hold yourself to a bar that is good with you. And so if you can feel like, I'm doing all of the things I can. I'm being honest. I am being objective. I'm self-respecting. I'm using all my power. I'm not holding back my voice. 
you can be good with you. And that is the goal. And that is how you have agency and how this creates the least amount of scar tissue is knowing that you stand by yourself wholeheartedly. And I just want you to imagine that I don't need to defend. I don't need to explain. All I have to do is be good with me. And that's all I can ever be. It's all I have to worry about. It's just like, I know I'm on the level with me. I'm doing everything I can. And because this is a heavy episode, (laughs) I wanted to end with a slight little like imagination exercise. I want you to imagine you just heard something great and exciting. And it's like, and if you have something recent or historical where you heard amazing news of something that was on the horizon of something that was possible like for me it was like when I first found out I was pregnant I was like that feeling of excitement and magic and hope and openness that is something that feeling can happen in an instant that truth of the world changing can happen in an instant that could happen to you today And really what I want you to do is to try and invite that energy into your body. That big possible excitement and success. Can you bring that into your body and allow yourself to be open to that coming into your life? Um, For example, maybe we relax our gut, like let our belly hang out. We relax our chest, open our chest and just scan your body. How can I bring myself into the energy of trust safety and excitement like something wonderful how can i invite something new and wonderful that's the episode and i hope this is helpful i send you my love don't give up keep going you're doing awesome and smile the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.